You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Poncho Section, where today we are going to talk about some savages, and maybe not the savages you're thinking of. We're talking about Fred Savage and Ben Savage of Wonder Years and Boy Meets World fame. Some classics from the 90s and from before, too, if you think about it, because, you know, first time you see them together, we go back to Little Monsters. Little Monsters. Little movie. Uh, Hey. There you go. Little 19, 19, from, yeah, Little Monsters, Little Movie. From uh, 1988, correct? Oh, uh, I have it in my notes, 89. Damn, but, damn it. I was so close. But it might be 88. I don't know. No, you're probably right. My <laughs> birth. Yes, um, which is a weird thought. No, because so the Wonder Years is 88. That's why I, mm. I mentioned that. Okay. So, yes, you have both brothers in that movie, but... Um, Maybe we should uh, get, we'll get back to that one. Alrighty. That one, well, that one's kind of, that actually like encompasses everybody. That has, you got it Daniel does. Stern as well. Right, Daniel Stern. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we recently have been watching all the stuff, all the, well, <laughs> like the Wonder Years and Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just finished the last episode of Boy Meets World yesterday. Oh, you fin- that you went through the entire series. The entire series. I did it in like five, six days, something like that. So very similar. Like the the trajectories of the show are kind of interesting. Both shows they let. I guess Boy Meets World lasted a little longer, right? Because Boy Meets World had seven seasons. Seven where, seasons, yeah. Whereas um, the Wonder Years had six. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of episodes, um, probably pretty. Or I guess Boy Meets World must have had more episodes in, in total they had to have yeah they, i would imagine so and it, i guess it even though i mean from from just watching it but also i guess it's something that that people have commented on that they skip time at some point like the timeline in boy meets world is a little fishy i think yeah. they something had to do with when the original age of eric and then they realize, oh, well, we really like Eric, so we want him to still hang out with all everybody else. So we're going to fudge the everybody j- ages slightly in the years. Um, but I, I guess Boy Meets World takes place over a longer period of time, right? I think they both start in, in middle school. Yeah, so it's funny because the, the show is like, the Wonder Years, I feel like, took things so seriously in terms of trying to keep it as close to reality as possible. Mm-hmm the point where it pissed people off <laughs> and then boy meets world like took the opposite approach yeah they just don't they didn't care at all you have mr feeney teaching every single grade <laughs> yeah with the kids and and yeah and they skip grades and it's mm-hmm. never explained so i always i didn't i i guess was that the reason was because of eric because i never knew the reason oh i don't know i was just kind of grasping at straws but i think that's like with some people say i don't know what the real reason is see my my theory was that i think when the show because if you look at the age of the actors the show started in 1993 and they're supposed to be in sixth grade right or mm. uh, or he's supposed to be in sixth grade 
think so. Yeah. yeah. Corey and Sean are supposed to be in sixth grade. Okay. And Topanga and Minkus, who is in there for the first season and then disappears. Yep. <laughs> and he comes back again for one brief cameo. Yep. Um, yeah, so they're so if they're in 1993 when the show began, they're in sixth grade. How old are you in sixth grade? You are when you start sixth grade, you are 11, right? You're 11 yeah, years old. Yeah, you're like, yeah, typically 11. Like if you were starting, like say now, which is a lot of first days of school for people. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. So if they were starting, so it would be, yeah, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, Ben Savage, who played Corey Matthews, yes. was born in 1980 mm-hmm. that would mean if i if my math is correct that he was 13 at the mm. beginning of the first season which means he should have been starting he was starting eighth grade in reality right so really what they could have done is they could have just started the show where he was an eighth grader and then the time <laughs> would have actually been exactly the way it needed to be but for whatever reason they wanted to start him as a sixth grader and maybe it's because he looked young at the time. Right. Uh, but that's a risky thing to do. Yeah, you don't know what this kid's going to look like in puberty. Yeah, they're going to grow up. So, <laughs> And I think the guy who played Sean was born in 79, which would have made him 14. Mm. So, yeah. And the one, so the one who played Topanga was a little younger. She was a year younger than them, but I really don't think it would have made much of a difference. Right. Well, also, I guess she wasn't even supposed to be a main character in in the original um, show. I think what ended up happening was that they ended up really liking her. Yeah. And they're like, oh, let's let's make her a main character. Because if you notice in the first season, she when they do like the credits, she's listed as a guest. Yes. Yes. The show kind of grew up with them. Yeah. Like. Cause it starts out, he's like a kid, like a sixth grade kid who's into baseball and it, it had a very different sort of tone to it as he gets older. Like they changed it and made it more like a teenage type of show, sort of uh, not like friends because friends was for like, I guess for like younger people, friends for like younger people, sort of. Right. That was like a big thing. I didn't realize that I was like reading about it where like why they did certain things and a lot of it had to do with the, the success of friends was huh. influence on a lot of things and interesting yeah which is weird to me that like they tried to all be i guess because it was so successful they just everyone wanted to try and be like that so like sure you know, they i read something about uh mr turner that, okay like, his for, and for those of you we hope you've seen the show but if you have <laughs> Please, please watch it. It's available on Disney Plus yes. uh, in entirety. Mr. Turner's character is always interesting because he, like, is there. Like, he's a great character, and he's there. Like, in the first couple seasons that he's there, I guess the second and third seasons, he's like a big character. He takes Sean in. He's like his mm-hmm. guardian and all stuff. And then his character kind of becomes a real background character. Where yeah. He's kind of there until he just completely disappears from the show without anyone telling you what happened to him. Yeah, he ended up, the last time we ever see him, I think he just was in, like, a motorcycle accident. 
And what a horrible way to get rid of someone from a show because you don't explain, did he die? Like, what happened? Well, I guess they they do play off a joke in that episode when you see Minkus again. Yeah. Where Minkus, you hear Minkus say, hey, Mr. Turner, or like, or whatever, because they, they were like, hey, where have you been? He's like, I'm on that side of the school. It's like, oh, why don't, why don't we ever go over there? Yeah, I just, it's weird that they went with like getting him in a, in a motorcycle accident and then him disappearing. <laughs> yeah. Because like that's cause I feel like everyone was just confused. Be like, well, what happened to him? Mm-hmm. Is he okay, like at least let us know he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was so strange. But apparently, the reason this is what I've heard for his character was because of the success of Friends. They wanted someone like younger, and oh, like a, instead of Feeny, like yeah, a young Feeny. Like, yeah, but he was like a that he was a good counter to Feeny. Mm-hmm. And I guess they said the writer said they didn't have a place for him in the show after a while. Right. Fit into the show, which I kind of see. But I also when he was in the show, I thought he was really good. Yeah. 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 He was definitely good. It was weird, though, that like. I mean, it it was kind of weird throughout the entire show, more or less. But they hung out with the teachers a little too much. Like, why was Why was Mr. Turner at their like holiday events? Yeah, I know they were they were very, but that's the thing that Boy Meets World did is that they they just kind of did whatever they felt like it. Mm-hmm. They didn't have, and some of that I think is okay. Like they didn't have boundaries. Like they didn't care, and and a lot of times they and they were self aware of it too, which I enjoyed. The times yeah. where they were self aware, I thought was really fun. Do you have a favorite season? Um, it's definitely um one of the high school it's not one of the college ones although i don't think the college ones are bad mm-hmm. um i like the one season like the last season where it might have been season four or five it's like when eric's like at his i think at his best in turn in, like in terms of balance mm-hmm. like he's he's dumber but he's not like ridiculously like clinic like insane like, <laughs> right He's somewhere in the middle. So maybe his, it might've been the year that he was, but the season where he's, he graduated high school, but he's not in college yet. Like the one where he took that year off where he's he's working at the dad store. Yeah. With the the really hot, um, uh, Lonnie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering what her name, I was trying to remember her name, Lonnie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm trying to remember if that was season 4 or 5 cuz I think that I would I'm leaning towards 5 being my favorite season. Um I know 5 is when they do like a lot of like they're being very self-aware. I think they did the what was it? Kid address it. Oh my god. Kid gets acquainted with Kid the gets uni- acquainted with the universe. Yes. So I, 5 was their senior year of high school mm-hmm. with which I did like, but I, I got to say, I also, I like the ones with, um, I guess in, it's going back here to four um, when Frankie's still in the show. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's, that's true. I think he was definitely one of the best characters overall. And the one with his brother, where his, his little brother's like, just like him. Yes. Oh my God. The, just the way they talk where it's just like, so the, the words they use is just so over the top. Yeah. And just so like but it's it's not only the words, but it's the cadence in which they say everything that they do. It yeah, that 
that was great. And then they had like, I don't know what, how did they get a deal with like the WWF at the time to yeah. have Vader in the shows? Yeah. Yeah. What so was the deal with that? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's funny. I think so four might've been my favorite, but like there's, it's, it's actually hard to say because I think there's, there's parts of each season that there's things that I like because like each season was so drastically different. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it that there's like characters that I like enjoyed that were in certain seasons that weren't there later. Like I loved Harley Kiner. It was great. Okay. Yeah. And, and when he was gone, I thought there was a real void. Mm-hmm. Um, like, tra- he was just, like he was, it's just funny that like, he was like a bully, but he, for whatever reason, he was like a fifties greaser. And, made no- <laughs> yeah. and he was he clearly was played by like somebody that's, it was in their like thirties or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, kind of like supposed to be like the Fonz sort of, yeah they're not really sure oh my i like God. this is the one season he's just like yeah this year i may even take the sot's <laughs> like it's like something out of like the sopranos oh my god totally and then they like tried to fill the void a little bit with um oh my god he was th- adam scott adam scott yeah what was the name of his character griff griff yeah they like griff tried to fill it in yeah he was like a different thing mm-hmm um, which I didn't, I, it was fine. Yeah. Wasn't as good as but, Harley. No, it was not nearly as good as the guy who played Harley. I thought was great. I don't know that guy, that actor's name, but he was, I don't know if he ever again, but, uh, <laughs> but he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing about that show is that they actually had like a lot of good characters as like corny as it was at times. Um, especially like watching it as an adult, there's so much corniness to it. Like, oh, yeah. And it's, it's, I find it fascinating that they like had, there were certain things like they couldn't do because it was still a kid's show, but yet they were like dealing with adult situations. There was this like weird line that they always towed, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if you see that on TV much anymore. This like weird in between thing. Like the dad at one point comes home from like a hard day at work and like pours himself a large glass of milk. And I just think that's so funny because like that's like, oh my God. like, like just imagine that he just poured himself a beer. Just sure. Like, just put that in your head. Yeah. You know, because like that's not they're just that's like what probably the network was just like, you got to make it milk. Well, it was so weird because I always remembered it being like a safe show and it kind of was like it definitely. But they started talking about sex really early on. Like, I think yeah. in the second season, they were talking about sex. And, like, I think the way that they were able to get away with it is that the two main characters being uh, the two people in in the most steady relationship, Corey and Topanga, yeah. held off until marriage. And they were always like, we're going to wait till marriage kind of deal. Like, I think in that episode in season two, when they were talking about sex, Topanga was like, you need to, like be with somebody that you love forever and yada, yada, yada. And it's something that's very special while you have like somebody that's more like Sean who can, he's the one that could be more risque. But even so he's not like, so I think there was some religious stuff that was like kind of thrown into the show a little, like a lot later on. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a, yeah, there was a lot of stuff. I shouldn't say a lot, but like they did throw in some religious stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, like, I don't know if that's like has to do with like the creators of the show. I'm really not sure, but it's kind of interesting because Ben Savage is Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, and I'm not sure about 
Danielle Fischel. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but we know Ben Savage is, is Jewish. Yes. So it's just like kind of funny that like all this, like, it wasn't like, I guess it wasn't religious in one way or the other. It was just like a lot of God talk yeah. that was thrown in there. So I could have been any kind of like those, what are they called? The religions, uh, they're connected. Like Unitarian? I don't know. There's like a thing for them. I don't know. But it's like they like they threw that in at times. Mm-hmm. So I think that had something to do with it. The like no like also being a kid show or a teen show, whatever you want to call it. But even with Sean, even though he's like the bad boy, mm-hmm. he never like he always they always say like oh he just like fools around with a lot of girls, but he never has sex with them. Right. I always say that, which obviously, like, replace that with he's had sex with all 100% of them. But, yeah. like, but because that's it's the same thing as the glass of milk. It's like, we're not going to, yeah, just pretend. Yeah, gotcha. You know, like, that's the thing. Because, <laughs> like, when you, like, as a kid and you watch it, you're like, oh, you know, that makes sense. Dad comes home from work, has a glass of milk. Sure, that's all fine. Mm-hmm. But then when you're, you're, you're an adult watching it. You're like, no, no, that wouldn't. That's not yeah. how it was. Well, they also snuck in like a lot of things that I guess it was okay because it was the parents, but they they made a lot of like wink wink references like, oh, what are the parents up to? They're going to go to the bedroom kind of stuff. Well, it's always like the the big joke. And this was like a big joke, I think, at that time with like these kind of shows was that like we have a night to ourselves, no kids in the house, and then they fall asleep on the couch. And right. Like, oh, <laughs> like that, that's, the, that's the gag. So that that kind of thing happened. Definitely. Yeah. Who would? But uh, who would you say is your your favorite character overall on that show? So yeah, probably Eric. Okay. Um, with a tie with um, probably tied with Sean. Okay. Well, I, I know actually Eric's number one. Sean's number two. This is, see, this is the thing. Corey was never my favorite. Mm-hmm. All right. But I always felt like I liked Topanga a lot. And I just always felt like she could do a lot better than this. Oh, this totally. Like, and she even kind of alluded to it a couple times. What was interesting, so like they totally, I don't know if they redeemed themselves or they tried to save it. Because yeah. like she could have, to- like you said, she could have definitely done way better. She could have went to Yale. She could have yeah. done like all these things. And they kind of saved it in the last second to last episode i think that's what it was when they were talking about moving to new york yeah and Corey's talking to feeney and he's like well did you ever ask topanga why like she stayed like he's Corey's thinking that she stayed and didn't go to yale for Corey, as opposed to topanga being just afraid that she might fail she's been she's been so successful in this town doing what she does here that she's afraid to Take it. go to go explore another place. So I'm wondering if like there was a discussion of that, of like maybe addressing that. Does it look really good if we have the, the main female character doing everything for the main male character kind of deal? Well, I don't think that was even a consideration back mm-hmm. in the nineties, but I could be yeah. wrong. Um, who, who knows? I think it, there was some redemption there in terms of like him, I don't think he like Corey was bad. I no. just like moments. I think he was, I, I like, I think he would have been better. Like I wouldn't have said 
I wouldn't have said so much that she could do better if he did, if there were certain things that he did, if like he didn't cheat on her. Right. Or if he like didn't, um, I don't know, there are just certain things. If he, he felt like needy at times mm-hmm. and I felt like, what are you doing? Come on. Um, but I'm going to amend my favorite character. Feeny's my favorite character. Okay. Yeah. Feeny's my favorite character and Eric is second. And my favorite relationship is the Feeny and Eric relationship for sure. Yeah. That's a great relationship. I'm John is, is also great. Of course. Yeah, but but like the Feeny, like that the Feeny and Eric relationship is just such a so classic. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I'm I'm between Feeny and and Eric as my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who I would pick, but I know he, that my favorite I, like good. he was he, and he like the actor William Daniels like he always like he's a great actor. Oh like, yeah, like he actually like the show was filled with like whatever actors like he was actually a great actor on the show oh totally yeah he was so good in every scene that he was in he just he did great and um so yeah probably i guess i would lean towards feeny being my favorite character my favorite like uh side character would definitely be frankie though i think i would have loved to have seen just a show about him and like his journey a spinoff oh yeah it's total spinoff i would have watched that joey's show with Joey the Rat. That yes. <laughs> Just watch the two best two best friends, uh, the uh, the Corey and Sean of the Bad Boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I mean, there's... Yeah, I mean, that show... That show was, like, what we... what Like, what we grew up with, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. like, we watched that in real time. I didn't watch the earlier ones so much in real time. But I actually remember watching must have been season three hmm. in like real time like i actually remember watching it on tv because then i started watching um i also had an older sister so we'd watch sure. the yif lineup on abc totally um, which is where both shows were by the way the wonder years and and uh oh i didn't even yeah the wonder years was on abc yeah that's cool so yeah actually then then switching up into the over to the wonder years yeah, yeah. which was uh definitely a different take where, like you said earlier, where it's they try to take things a bit more serious. Yeah, I mean, the Wonder Years, like, in all fairness, like as a, sh- I I enjoy both, I enjoy both Boy Meets World and the Wonder Years. I really do both mm-hmm. for different reasons, though. Yeah, right. Like the Wonder Years, as like, is objectively a better show in terms of the way it's made, and like it's it's a very well done show. The Wonder Years, like it's not. There's nothing silly about it in that, right. in that way it's funny yeah but it's very funny at times but it's it, there's nothing like silly about it there's no corners cut you know no one's skipping grades yeah um, it also there's no i don't know if it's a laugh track or a uh studio audience but no no laughing no clapping no wooing yeah there's not there's a lot of in more world there's a lot of like if someone like gives someone a hug that yeah, lasts like, like <laughs> yeah oh my god that was some of that was unbearable it, it is but some of it i kind of like as well it's like because it's just so silly yeah i don't know but um i mean the wonder years had such classic characters like if i'm not mistaken was was millhouse on the simpsons based off of paul pfeiffer that's right that's the lore yeah 
Yeah. That's and then the Paul idea. went off to uh, be Marilyn Manson, I believe. Paul now is, is making some <laughs> heavy metals, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, the Wonder Years is incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's that show always holds up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we talked, we were talking about this the other day, but Fred Savage, like Ben, ben Savage on, on Boy Meets World was a star in his own right while that show was on. Mm-hmm. But Fred Savage was like a real star. Yeah. Back in the like he hosted SNL as like a kid. Right. Like that doesn't, that, when does that ever happen? Like that doesn't, have you seen his SNL monologue? I have not actually. It's actually really funny. It's, I don't, I don't know who was doing it, but like someone did like, a, they did like a Daniel Stern narration, like as he's hosting. Oh my like, God. So, like, so he's talking and then it cuts like, there I was hosting SNL. And then, <laughs> um, that's great. It's, it's really, it's, it's really funny. It's silly, but he must have been, it was 1990. So he was born in 76. Yeah. So he was only 14. Wow. Um, yeah, like what fourteen-year-old kid hosts SNL? Like, I'm trying to think, like in recent years, and nothing's coming to mind. Justin was... Bieber was young, but he wasn't fourteen. Did the Stranger Things kids do it? No, they no. never. Okay, which is actually surprising because I feel like that would be a thing. That would be, yeah. I, would imagine. I bet they've been asked. Hmm. Maybe the parents were like, no, like they have her... to go to bed. I feel like uh, Millie Bobby Brown probably was asked at one point. I could see that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, actually, I don't. I don't think she's hosted. I feel like I would have heard about that. Hmm. I don't think she has. So yeah, I don't think like young kids. So right. anyway, my point is, he was a big deal back then. Yeah. He had princess. He was the princess bride. Love it. Uh, it's such sure. a small role, but it's great. Little monster. Uh, vice versa with Judge Reinhold, which I recommend that movie, even though it's just like a your freaky. It's Freaky Friday with with guys okay yeah but i just love judge reinhold (laughs) he's just so funny he gets me every time so that yeah that movie is very good vice versa i'll have to add that to my list where it's like you've never seen that i have not seen that oh he's like it's it's a little different because like he's like it's like divorced dad so they don't have much of a relationship Mm. i forget I, i forget how um how it goes down but i just remember one scene where he's um he's really excited um or no there's one where he's like in school and he he finishes a test like early because he's i guess really really smart because he's an adult right i don't think necessarily would happen but that's a whole nother thing um (laughs) but like judge reinhold as in like a just him but with a with kid energy is just really funny okay yeah that's all i gotta say all right, so I'll add that to my list. That that looks like that was in uh, 1988. 88. I'm telling you, 88 was a big year yeah. for for the Savage for Savage number one. Right. Uh, yeah, for Savage that, number one. Yeah, because he was he was that there, and that was the first year of the Wonder Years. Yeah. And then we talked briefly before 89 was Little Monsters, which had both Savages, which had Fred and Ben. Yes. And that might Ben's debut. Yeah, that's true. That's been yeah, his debut. Um, it was him, Howie Mandel. 
Harvey Mandel as the monster under the bed. Maurice. Maurice, yes. Which uh, I watched that uh, pretty recently. And yeah. I remember I wa- tried watching it like a while back and I was like, yeah. I cannot. I didn't. I wasn't able to get through it because I found Howie Mandel's character to be extremely annoying. He's a lot. He's a lot to take. But this time I just was like, all right, whatever. It's you know, it's the eighties. Let me try to get through it. And it it wasn't bad. You know, it was it was dark, for sure. For like a kids movie, it was dark, but it was. It fun. is one of those things where you're like, who is this for? Because it seems too scary for like it's like yeah. for older children, but like it's, it's. I, I sort of like that movies that were like that were made that just were like, well, whatever. This is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The dark kids movie, you know, the monsters under your bed. Well, yeah, we're going to pretend that that's really a thing. We're just going to give you nightmares for a while, mm-hmm. but uh, here have some, but it's funny too. And also sad at times because like they can't, they're, they're, there's like a chance they might not able be able to get home. Yeah. So like that part was like kind of creepy. I, there was, there was, yeah. I was legitimately thinking for a second that, Fred Taravich's character wasn't going to make it back. Yeah. Well, even like, and but it's sad because he's like with his younger brother, Ben, and like yeah. Ben moved out. He's like a kid. He's like an innocent little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a girl with them too, right? Yeah. I don't remember what her name was. There was a girl. And then I do remember. She's like a friend. Yeah. She was a friend. And then they had, I think a there was a guy friend with them. And then the bully who... Yeah. I was like, why does that kid look familiar? Ended up being Buzz from um, yeah. Home Alone. Yeah, he, he had a lot of bully work. Yeah. Um, Buzz, <laughs> Buzz, was, uh, Buzz was such a great character. Oh, totally. Uh, I just always love the line, Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, Fred Savage had, like, huge... Uh, like startup in the eighties, and then of course another breakout role was in uh, two thousand two, when he played uh, number three in Austin Powers Gold Member. Yeah, the mole. The mole. Yeah, obviously a huge, huge role for him. He's gotten a lot of. He's done a lot since, like. No, but yeah. All, all jokes aside, yeah, he's now like a director and just yeah. producer and just. He's, he's much busier than than Ben, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about so i mean the wonder years i mean i i love all those characters for different reasons my favorite is probably jack arnold the dad just because in terms of just his uh in terms of humor like he's just my favorite yeah because he has my favorite lines in the show um he definitely had some classic lines also though the characters in that show are just so there's they're like None of them are really one-dimensional. I, you could argue that the the most one-dimensional character on the show was the sister, maybe Karen. Yeah, but like even she wasn't that. She had her moments too. Mm-hmm. I, I guess she, she wasn't in it as much because, but she was like the hippie daughter. Because yeah. um, even Wayne had more to him in the beginning. He was like the bully brother, but you kind of get to know like why he is the way he is. Yeah, Wayne ended up being really interesting, where like yeah. and sad too. Of course. Well, you kind of you sense that, mm-hmm. um, and like the you know the mom the mom is so great too. Oh my god! Yeah, Norma. Yeah, I <laughs> love the episode. I was watching it recently where he's playing football. Yes. And she doesn't want him, and she like tries to get him every day to go shopping, and he's having this whole conversation mm-hmm. with her, and and where he, she says, "Hey, we're gonna go get you new pants today. They're having a sale." 
and he, he like gives her this whole like reason of why, why he's not gonna go like he goes this whole thing and then she pauses and looks she goes i think you need new pants <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yes and then she had that great line where like they're at the store she's like he seems a little baggy in the crotch oh yeah and then it's like the the, the uh, PA announcement um yep uh, I, I love that stuff oh my god uh, so good yeah so like they they i mean the wonder years like nailed that stuff mm-hmm. um and of course you know there's like the the romance with winnie cooper which is very different from the topanga Corey. it's a very different yeah. thing because it's theirs is so all over the place mm-hmm. um and the wonder years like how so Winnie goes through like a lot of shit. Like she, her parents get, he was her brother in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, parents get divorced. Um, it's pretty like pretty insane. Um, but I guess the, the thing that we should, we should talk about is between the two shows, mm-hmm. who, who is the, who, well, we could go on who is the better character or we could say who is the better savage. Oh, now, I think in terms of the better, I'm 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 Fred all around. Okay. So I think Fred is the better. I I think the better character. Mm-hmm. Kevin Arnold is the better character um, over Corey Matthews. Um, and which a lot of people apparently disagree with me on. Um, and um, and I think Fred is just. I mean, I don't know. I don't know them as human beings, but he's just like done more, and I've seen him in more stuff, so that's more fun. Sure. Of his career, but I guess in terms of the characters, mm-hmm. I think Kevin Arnold's a more interesting character just because he he feels more real to me. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. He's like because he's not he's not perfect. He's not nice to his friends always. He's not nice. Like there's all these things, and I'm like, yeah, like I was probably like that too. Yeah. You know, like there's there's stuff that just is like more relatable to me with him. Whereas like Corey doesn't seem like a real, like there's no person like that. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like, and, and kind of playing off of this idea that you have, I, I came up with, I was thinking you and I probably agree mm-hmm. uh, on who we would pick as better, but I wanted yeah. to do it in a scientific way because yeah. I wanted to make sure this episode was very boring at one point. Um, so, the way I was thinking is to, to determine what do we mean by better? So like, yeah. that's the first part. So does that mean that um, when we look at the character alone or how that character affects the quality of the story being told? So uh, well, well, if we're discussing the dads, you might say that Corey had a better dad as in like, he's more supportive or whatever, but you might look at Kevin's dad and be like, well, he was way more interesting he was way more fun to watch. So when we're saying better, what do we mean? Do we mean better as in entertaining for well, us as a viewer or better as in like objectively, oh, he was probably a better father. This so-and-so, Eric was objectively probably a better brother than Wayne. You know what I mean? Well, it's, well, yeah, there is that. I, I, I do think, and we didn't bring this up, but I liked the parents on both shows. I did like mm-hmm. the parents on the world as well. Um, they're the dads are very different. Yeah. They're great in, in their own ways. Um, I mean, Jack on the Wonder Years is the funniest one in terms of just like entertainment value, like he's the best. But in terms of like Alan Matthews is like a very good dad though, because he yeah. even says like 
there's like times where he knows he like screwed up, but I guess like the, they're, they're like really good communicators, the parents, mm-hmm. they recognize where they've like maybe not done the right thing. Yeah. I think their only flaw, honestly, is like being okay with the kids getting married at 19. Yeah. I think that's really their big flaw, but that was just <laughs> fan service and anything else. Yeah, really. But, um, yeah, Jack Arnold is not, he does what he does the best he can. Mm-hmm. But he's not perfect. That's the thing is like they were never striving for for perfection in the Wonder Years. And yeah, I sort of appreciate that. So in terms of the way characters are better, like Corey Matthews was a nicer character. Mm-hmm. Like he was just not didn't have as many issues, but it just seemed more fake to me. Right. Only one thing. I'd rather go drinking with Corey Matthews. He seems like a lot of fun when he when he gets drunk. He seems yeah, like a black. Definitely. So I would hang. I would, I would hang out with him, but um, <laughs> and Kevin Arnold, I don't know, maybe maybe not so much. Maybe not. It'll turn out to, into like a jerk, but yeah, yeah. So I I had a couple of uh, options here. So I had the setting of each show. Yeah. So we have the late '60s, early '70s for the Wonder Years versus the '90s. Yeah, and I guess maybe early 2000s. It's kind of interesting because that that setting of Boy Meets World was just contemporary, pretty mm-hmm. much with what we were growing. I mean, they're little, they're older than us, but even so, like you can relate to that that time period a lot more. Definitely, because um, like now that feels nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's which is very crazy. strange. At the time, like when the Wonder Years was out, like in the 80s, my parents were, my dad especially, was like looking at that because it was taking place during a time where he grew up. So it was like nostalgic for him yeah. when it was out, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, personally, I think that the late sixties, early seventies is more interesting. Maybe it's just because I am so removed from it. Yeah. That it's more of just like looking like, Oh, that was a, that's looked like a cool time. Like I can look back at the nineties, like you're saying, like with the nostal- with nostalgia and be like, Oh, wow. But, yeah, but that era, era seems cool, but also it's there was a lot of shit going down at that time that was not so great. That is true. <laughs> you know, like there was, it was pretty rocky. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was some crazy stuff. The one uh, thing that I know is a very easy decision is theme song. We have "With a Little mm-hmm. Help from My Friends" by Joe Cocker, or mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck that guy's it, name is. That does it oh really my god, the the. Guy, whoever you are, you are the worst. <laughs> yeah, whatever the knockoff Joe Cocker version is, it's just terrible. And then you uh, have Boy Meets yeah. World, which it, oh my god, when he does that scream, that ah! <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. Um, but then on Boy Meets World, I mean, it changed a bunch until I think around like season five. I think yeah. five is when they finally picked a a theme and they stuck with it. Maybe it was yeah, four. I didn't, I didn't love the theme. I, I yeah. always liked it. Just had like the. I like the one where it's just the the world just like uh, crushes him. Oh, okay, one. yeah, I think that was season two. But there's one where it's just like a it's just a, like a, some instrumental music, and they're like it's like Corey and Sean and Eric just like playing pool at Chubby's. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, man, which one was that? Yeah, that one's good. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember which season that was. Um, But so, okay, then you mentioned the main characters, Kevin versus Corey. 
And I also, I think I agree with you. I think Kevin is just a more interesting character than Corey. Maybe it is just because Kevin seems more real. Corey yeah. is more cartoonish. Um, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's my, like, I understand why you would like Corey Matthews, but he's more fun. Yes. Yeah. Especially as it goes on, he's sillier. Um, now, best yeah. friend-wise, who do you think is 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 oh. better uh, for on um, whatever scale we're using, uh, Paul Pfeiffer or Sean Hunter? That's a good one. Um, Sean is definitely the more loyal friend. Um, yes, but, well, but Kevin you know doesn't necessarily make it very easy sometimes. Actually, actually, you know what? I I I. I I want to correct that. Paul actually puts up with a lot of shit from Kevin. Right. And he's, he's, so he is loyal in that sense. I think it with, with Corey and Sean, it feels more like a, they're like a partnership. Yeah. They, they sometimes one does one thing to the other. And sometimes, you know, it's like, but they're like, okay. Whereas with Paul and Kevin, I'm trying to think of a time where like Paul really did something shitty to Kevin and like was it never really happened. No, not really. Usually the other way cuz like he was like nerdy so like Kevin just like always had issues with them. Yeah. Kevin was more more than likely to be the dick in that situation. Yeah, um, but Paul was still I guess Paul maybe Paul was the more loyal one because he still stuck by him even when he was um when he was causing problems. Right. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, but in terms of like, but I think Corey and Sean were better friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Kevin and Paul didn't seem. The, they, I mean, they were, they were good friends. Like they, they did like Kevin, you knew he cared about him a lot. Yeah. And it was interesting. I feel like they showed it more. Maybe they showed their friendship more in like the, like the flashback kind of uh, film stuff, but also like I think there was that one episode when they were talking about um, they would always be playing basketball together, and they show like a f- uh, like a future kind of clip of them as adults still playing basketball together. The only time they did that in that show. Yeah, they only did that one time, and you only see you see them from like a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like early on in the show. Yeah, and so you. So I guess the theory is that they're still friends hanging out together mm-hmm. and close by maybe. Who knows? Um, thing is, you kind of want – party sort of wants like a to know like where they all ended up. Yeah. Like just now do a shit. Like they would have to – so they're – how old are they now? They are like they're, – they're in like their mid-40s now. Yeah. So you would have to do maybe like – wait um, – they would oh, be what? Do like a thirty-year high school reunion? Yeah, uh, special. So, <laughs> they would Just, wait. Uh, would they be like the parents' age in Boy Meets World? In Boy Meets, well, they're all the all of them are the parents' age now. Yeah. Whoa. Right, and that yeah. No, but like, would they thirty years from the seventies would be like the nineties? Right, right, no. Oh, you're saying would they be seventies, eighties? Oh, 90s. you mean do something early? So like the early aughts. So that would be right. That would be when they would be in their forties. Wait, no. Every everything you gotta just 
subtract 20 years. So it would be two, the year 2000 would be where they would be at right, right now. Because the Wonder Years was 20 years mm. or when they were like, yeah. like it premiered 88, took place in 68 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yes. So that means it would be the year, it would be like right, it would be right now <laughs> is when Boy Meets World was ending. This is very convoluted and confusing. <laughs> But in some kind of crossover universe, yeah, we're going to see this happen. Oh, my God. We'll, uh, we'll make it happen. We'll try to get them all together. A Boy Meets World Wonder Years crossover. Uh, exactly. Where it makes no sense. No. Although they did go back in time, though, in Boy Meets World a couple times. Oh, uh, yeah. When, uh, what was it? They did, like, the World War II episode. There's, like... There's the there's the one where they go. Actually, I don't like the World War Two one. That one I thought was kind of. It was weird. Yeah. I like the one where they go back to the fifties though, where he like with the microwave and he gets like sent back to the fifties, and uh, that's like before that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was a great one. Yeah, that one I liked a lot. That, the, that good. The, and the, they, they end up thinking he's, he's like a communist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That one I like better, and I like when he's where like their names are just all. Oh yeah, Shanzi. She's like, it's not Sean, it's Shanzi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. Oh but, yeah, my god. Where do you one? Yeah, they go back to that was like a because spe- I remember when that aired. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was a special on TGIF that night where like all the shows they were all going back in time. I oh. think even like Family Matters. He was he was a. Uh, did you ever watch Family Matters? Yeah, of course. Where he would become Stefan. He had the like oh, I yeah. think he did that that night, but like went back <laughs> in time as well or something. Oh my god. Because like all those shows were doing it. Um mm-hmm. like Sabrina the Teenage Witch went back in time. Well, they actually they had like a, a couple of episodes where I think it was maybe one or two episodes with Sabrina. Or at least they had the cat in I think the like cat. two episodes. But Sabrina was in the witch episode with uh at the end of it with Candace Cameron Burke. Yeah. Oh man, I love Melissa Joan Hart so much. Um, she was my favorite as a kid. But uh, <laughs> that that episode is actually really funny, where she's the witch. Oh yeah. Um, it's great. That one's really great. But um, yeah, so the cat is in it because again, it was like a special that night. So the cat, I think, showed up in like. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure he showed up in like all the shows that night. Oh, that's interesting. And he was like sending everyone back in time somehow. Okay. Salem the cat. Yeah. yeah. So All right. that makes sense. Um, which is another great show, by the way, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh yeah, Loved it was it. great. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, and uh, yeah, Clarissa explains it all. Another good one. Almost <laughs> a Joan Hart. Almost a Joan Hart. Um, but yeah, so then we have also after that we have who's the best girl. Winnie oh. Cooper or Topanga Lawrence? Oh, um, me personally, I'm always going Topanga for that for that category <laughs> um, for a few reasons. Um, but uh, she she had more personality. Yeah, Winnie was kind of like I I like Winnie, and she had her own theme music, which I got to give her points for that. Great theme music. You gotta, yeah, that's Topanga certainly didn't have that. Um, 
but I felt like as a, I don't know, to think it was just more personality. I think that's what it came down to. Mm-hmm. Um, and other things too. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll go with personality. Personality. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll leave it there. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm leaning in the same, same way. Uh, as much as I, Love Winnie as a character. Topanga, there was just more there. Um, you just got to know her better. Um, yeah, I would say in terms of relationships, though, the Kevin Arnold and Winnie Cooper relationship was more interesting. Yes, because definitely. Because Topanga and Corey were just kind of like, sometimes they were off, off, most of the time they were on, and if it was something bad happened, it wasn't really that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Winnie and Kevin, and they don't end up together. That's like, yeah. it was like, Corey and Topanga get married and, like, in the show and then they're just together and you know, it's like, whatever. All right. Mm -hmm. So then after that, we have the siblings, there's Karen and Wayne and Eric and Morgan. Now uh, you may want to separate, uh, it just to be brother versus brother and sister versus sister. Um, Yeah. I would say, well, they're so different. Cause like Eric was like a good brother. Where's mm -hmm. Wayne Dick? Yeah, that's where, like, the whole, like, how are we going to define better? Are we talking about, like, because Eric, I think, is by far a better brother. But Wayne, and you could also say that Eric is also extremely entertaining, but Wayne's also entertaining in a very different way. So I think we have to establish that with pretty much with everything, the Boy Meets World characters are always going to be more upstanding humans. Yes. no No matter how you spin it. So starting from there, mm-hmm. you have to figure, okay. Um, I mean, that's a tough one because I really like Eric. Yeah. Uh, but Wayne, Wayne is just such, he's such a classic bully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, they're, they're tied there because they're just so different and they're, they're like, they're totally different thing. Also, Wayne's character doesn't change, like, didn't change as much like you got to know a little more about him he got more in depth but he didn't like become dumber yeah uh, they didn't know? they didn't flanderize uh wayne at all he just got more interesting you got to learn about him a little bit more whereas with eric they just kind of like well he's just gonna be dumb now yeah i mean wayne was interesting especially that that one episode in the last season where his friend comes back from vietnam and he gets him like he's like there for him. He's like really supportive. And, yeah. Um, There's two episodes that make me think, think uh, of Wayne in a better light. One of them is that episode where he's caring for his friend. And the other one was when he, he was like turning, he, he became like an adult. Essentially. He was like dating that girl who had a kid. Yeah. And was like ready to just like, you know, what? this is, I'm ready to be like a family man. And, you know, yeah. be an adult now. And it, it ended up not working out, obviously, but it, they did a similar thing on Boy Meets World with that with Eric, where he was gonna date a woman a kid. And he was also uh wanted to adopt that uh the kid. I mean yeah. it, it came in like a very like ridiculous kind of thing with him dressing up as Santa and being like, Well, I guess now I'm gonna adopt you kind of thing, but Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean But yeah, uh, no, especially with her him dating that girl with the kid, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he had those. That oh man, that episode with the the guy comes back from Vietnam. That was a that episode's like gets me still. Yeah. 
because that's like so it's because he's like all messed up obviously mm-hmm. and like he's and then like the people are shouting at him at the school calling him like a murderer and like yeah it's like really intense because you think of like that's what a crazy thing to go through right and i think it also made it made it more impactful knowing like getting to see him like before he went off like we we saw him in a a couple of episodes uh just being wayne's goofy dumb friend who didn't take anything seriously and then he went and had to deal with like a horrific kind of experience and seeing both of them growing up in a in different ways you know he's completely changed and like yeah and the demo like the dad is like uh jack is like proud he's like impressed by him and stuff but yeah, it's, it's a very interesting one. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's tied with the brothers because uh, they're just so different. Um, Wayne is – Wayne's, like, the more interesting one. Yeah. Eric's fun. I agree with that. Yeah. Sisters, um, Ooh. It's, it's hard to say, I think, just due to the lack of screen time, I think, for both of them. Karen, yeah. obviously, I think is more fleshed out. Karen is more fleshed out. I like her in the, the seasons where she's dating David Schwimmer. Yeah, that, I like those ones. Those are good because I like him on the show. Um, mm-hmm. Her as a character, like, I don't, I don't know. She's she's all right. Like, she's interesting. Um, she's not, she's a good character. She's she's interesting, and I like that she clashes with the dad, but they still love each other. And there's like moments where they need each other, and it's it's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan number two is definitely at the bottom of my list because I never liked <laughs> number two. I so it's so funny because I remember reaching out to you when I I started watching the series again and I was like, man, Morgan is really annoying. And you're like, oh no, <laughs> just wait. And no. uh, yeah, Morgan number two is is very annoying. I do not like her. First, I think I actually thought Morgan number one was cute, but. I don't know. It's... After dealing with Morgan number two, I was like, "Yeah, give me, give me Morgan number one back, please." Yeah, she, um, she just would have like a few lines here and there. Morgan number one, that was like silly, funny. Like she was just, and I think she left because her, her parents didn't want her acting anymore or something. Hmm. Or, I don't know, something happened there. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, like, um, but they're like. They're so different though, because Karen like has like a lot. She's first of all, she's much older. Right. She has a, a lot more depth to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and Morgan number one just has a few a few like one liners here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we're gonna leave out Morgan number two completely because she's. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going Karen. Right. Um, it's kind of an unfair fair uh, one, yeah. but yeah, Karen Morgan gets it. This is whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I guess finally with char- well, with the main character wise, then you have uh, Jack and Norma versus Amy and Alan. So Amy and Alan have a much healthier relationship, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> Although Norma's like a is incredibly patient. Like that's maybe one area where I maybe that where there's a little less realism is that she's like so incredibly patient. It's like it's crazy right like, there's no there's no time where she just like flips out at him like well you just fucking say something normal right. 
Stop telling me works work. Like, work is work. Yeah. Graphic, yeah. But, <laughs> but, um, I do love they do support each other so like they are really like both sets of parents are like really are good to each other mm-hmm. what's interesting I feel like and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm I, I, it's not so accurate I feel like maybe in Boy Meets World we're getting more of a parents and their interactions with the kids mm-hmm and like their relationship with the kids as opposed to in the wonder years it seems to be more like sure the parents have a relationship with the kids but it seems to be more interesting when it's the relationship between the parents yeah like i the one that completely sticks out is when jack was being a complete ass when norma took up like the pottery class yeah and i think she made him a mug and he accidentally knocked it over and it broke or whatever and then, so I guess Norma was like, and plus, like, from the second she brought the pottery stuff home, Jack was not, like, supportive. He wasn't being like, oh, this is great, or whatever. Jack was being Jack. Uh, but then she burnt herself, and then you see him, like, go over and console her and, like, give her a big hug. And, like, there's those, like, little moments where you see them being intimate mm-hmm. that I found it more, I don't know, just more interesting and I don't know if that's more believable than than Amy and a- Alan. Again, we have that like that facade that we've put up that the Boy Meets World people are all going to be like slightly nicer or better. Yeah, they're going to be nicer, but I I I see what you're saying though. Um, the the parents on Boy Meets World seem less distant, so mm. like it's, whereas like I mean I love them on the wonder years but sometimes i felt like he was like one step away from like snapping and like hitting somebody (laughs) (laughs) like so i always got that feeling and he never did it but like like he struck fear in people yeah whereas like alan matthews didn't do that no i feel like he was kind of he was a softy yeah definitely um but even if he did get angry like you could kind of see like it wasn't that scary well, yeah, there was that. I think there was that one episode when, like, Sean asked him to yell at him, like, yell at me like I was one of your kids. And then Alan yells at him, and you're just like, oh. Yeah. Well, okay. That happened, I guess. Yeah. Whereas Jack Arnold, like you're saying, you're, you're just ready for any moment. Is, is it going to be now? Yeah, he's just going to punt. He's going to punt Kevin across <laughs> the room. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then the, the amazing thing I found with that is. Maybe maybe because of that like uncertainty when he would show his softer side, it was like, Oh wow. Oh, no, that's the thing. When he did it, it was great. Yeah. And it was like but even like the episode where he with the um where he goes with Kevin, they go to the diner and he's like all of a sudden he has like a smile over his face. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Hey kids, get out a cup of coffee. Like <laughs> um, Yeah, so um I don't know. They're they're so different. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. I think is that they're so different. But so, but they both work in their own way. Um, oh, absolutely. What worked, and I think it only works. It is like a classic example of like it works because th- those two people mesh well together. So like because she is so patient, she can deal with someone like him and see his good side and and whatever. Mm-hmm. But he also is like not one to like he realizes how much she does for them and he never. 
he never like belittles her really and unless he like except for like the pottery stuff and maybe some things like he doesn't quite understand yeah but like he never really does you know um he kind of keeps to himself like if he's upset about something it's more about like work mm-hmm. and, uh, he's she tries not to um make too much about it so yeah and they, they had like those moments where they would show that like they really like knew each other like they understood like even though like yeah he clearly there were moments where he clearly didn't understand her at yeah. all but he there were moments where he, they showed he didn't understand the world uh that it was as as it was but like there were moments where i think they go back to her hometown and like her parents are like terrible to jack being like oh normally you should see if uh like uh, so-and-so is still around maybe he, he could take you out to dinner or whatever like yeah. I think it was like a class reunion or whatever, and like Jack goes and he's just being super patient with like the condescending parents and whatever because he like knows at the end of the day like she there's a reason she left home like she wanted to be with Jack she wanted to be out and like not in that type of world and in that small town if you will. Right, so. right. So I don't know. There's just there's. I think in general, there's just so many things that are, um, they're just different, you know, mm-hmm. it's, they, they have, there's a lot of, in both shows, there's just so much, there's so much good, um, in terms of the relationships with each other. A lot of things I'm jealous of where I see stuff. I'm like, oh, I wish that was like real life. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, in, in their case, um, I don't know. They, they both, they just both have such. Um, I don't know. They're they're both really good. That's all I'm gonna say. They're both really good. Definitely. And then uh, just a couple other things left. I had the a category called like basically before they were big actors. Just like yeah. all of the actors that were in these shows. I just thought that it was interesting. Kind of mainly that the the main actors really didn't go on to huge stuff after. But you had in the Wonder Years, you had uh, actors like Giovanni Ribisi. Alicia Silverstone was in it. Uh, Jim Caviezel, Seth Green, Brecken Meyer, David Schwimmer, John Corbett um, in Boy Meets World. And I'm probably going to mention, mention, wait, no, pronounce a lot of these names wrong. Uh, Ethan Supley. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Ethan uh, Supley. Yeah, I think, I think that's how you pronounce Supley, it. Supley. Uh, Linda Cardellini, Adam Scott, Brittany Murphy was uh, in, I think, like two or three episodes. Uh, Mina Servari, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. She's from like American Pie and American Beauty. Yep. Uh, Carrie Russell, Andrew Keegan, Chauncey yeah. Leopardi, who is uh, Smalls mm-hmm. from, uh, no, not Smalls, uh, Squints from. Um, Squints, uh, Wendy Peppercorn. Yes, him. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, Chris Owen, which who I don't know who that is off the top of my head, but he's on the list. But yeah, I thought that was interesting just overall of you have these actors that kind of went on to bigger things yeah. uh, that started out on this like small show. Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty incredible um, that just to see. And um, wait, do we mention, uh, uh, what's his name? Zach Morris. Oh, yeah, he was in it. Yeah, Zach Morris. Like a second. But um, whatever that act, what's the guy's name? Uh, Zach Morris actor. You guys. Yeah, know he was in it. Also, um, 
Not AC Slater. I'm trying to remember which show it was. Um, Screech is in it also. For he's in the gym class for like a second. Screech, right? In, in yeah, um, yeah. Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond, yeah. Yeah, who also had a sex tape at one point. One he time. did. Yeah, that was a thing. Celebrity Fit Club. Uh, yes, with the uh, <laughs> with the uh, the greatest celebrity of all time, the Snapple Lady. The Snapple Lady who was on twice. Yeah. <laughs> We'll save that for the Celebrity Fit Club episode. Yes. yes. Uh, and then finally, I would just say the extras. I, I Maybe you can come up with an, another extra for uh, the Wonder Years, but I have extras as Daniel Stern narration and mm-hmm. the extras for um, Boy Meets World is Mr. Feeney. Mm-hmm. And I also put in uh, Frankie because he's just great. Oh, he's I love Frankie. Love that, Frankie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, those are the Savage Brothers, or at least their two biggest uh, roles. I mean, those two are biggest shows. Those, those are the Savage roles, if you will. Savage roles. Uh, but we hope that you've watched the shows, or if you haven't, we've spoiled them almost entirely for you. Yeah. I apologize. Oh, uh, wait. Speaking of, of uh, a spoiler. Yeah. Can we talk about the ending of the Wonder Years? Oh, right. So this was the um, this is a fun fact. The Wonder Years, when it ended, they didn't know it was actually ending, or they weren't sure. Um, declining ratings, among other things, and the last episode was the only one where they didn't have, where they didn't know what the narration was going to be. They didn't have a guy on set doing it, so you had um, they had put everything in afterwards. So they just, they didn't know all these horrible things that were going to be said by Daniel Stern. So in like the last shot of the show, they're all standing, smiling at a parade when you hear that Jack died. Yeah. And uh, like the following summer. It was like two summer, like yeah, two summers after or something like that. It wasn't even like, yeah, 10 years later. No, two summers. It's like horrible because like his store's going great. Everything's going great. And you're like, yeah. oh, doing it? It's like, and then he died. Yep. It's like, God damn it. Are you serious? I don't, I don't know why they decided that. That that you know what? They they didn't really need to do that. That was like a lot. No, they didn't. Yeah. And then him and Winnie, then he says in like those me what he says like they, my wife. Yeah, um, they went to go pick her up at the the airport or something like that. He goes, me and my wife. And my kid or whatever. Oh no, no, not my kid. It was just me, me and my wife. Oh yeah, no, he did. And our like our our newborn. But do we know? But is Winnie also married, or like? Which, I don't know. Like hmm. what? So, but we don't really know what happened though. Like they never say it. Would they, they? He does say like they dated through college. Oh, did they? Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Or did they not? I don't know. The biggest thing that just stuck out was that they just killed the dad off. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, but I think what bothered most most of America was that him and Winnie Cooper didn't end up together. Yeah. That bothered like. But, but it was like I think if the show had more time, they would have done more explaining about it. Wouldn't have been just this offhand narration. It's like, uh, it's like, um, and after all that, Dad died, and Winnie and I were like, <laughs> all right, thanks for watching for yeah. six seasons, everybody. Bye. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you at the reunion. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <The reunion. laughs> yeah. I do know that. Uh, was it? I think the the little kid who like says to daniel stern is like 
hey, let's go play catch or whatever, or whatever. I think that's actually Daniel Stern's real son, if I'm so not too. mistaken. Yeah. I think that was one of the things. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> the Savage Brothers. The Savage Brothers. Watch all yep. their work. There's, uh, and by all you their got, work, you mean watch Little Monsters and the Wonder Years. and Yeah. You got Fred Savage. We got Ben, whose real name is Bennett. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I figured it was just, it was, uh, you know, Benjamin or. Yeah, you got Fred, Ben, and Randy Savage. The, the, he's the Savage brother they don't talk about a lot. Right, right, right. Uh, great. Yeah. That was, right. that was fun. Should I sneak in some housekeeping right here? Let's do it. If you liked this episode of the Poncho Section, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast player. Follow us on the social medias, Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams. Type the Poncho Section and look for Headley the Duck. Do you want to support the Poncho Section and show that support? Well, get yourself some Poncho Section merch. We got t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, phone cases, art prints, stickers, and mugs. Just go to theponchosection.com, scroll down to the bottom, and click merch. And finally, if you want to be featured on an episode of the Poncho Section, send a voice memo to ponchosection at gmail.com, and we'll play it in an upcoming episode. Sweet. Thank you for listening to the Savage Brothers Podcast. Peace.